0: Tonight on Hops and Box Office Flops, we're on a cross country adventure to the world's greatest beer drinking championship. But for us four, it's more than an impending hangover, it's the chance of a lifetime. Wait, I thought Beer Fest made money. <laughs> Probably more than this.
1: I don't feel like that's saying much. Hops and Box Office Flops.
0: Hello and welcome back. This is our 183rd episode of Pops and Box Office Flops, presented by Webbam Entertainment. We are the Internet's premier podcast for bad movies and mostly good beer. Tonight, we complete our look at films based upon toys or other items that we wanted for Christmas with 1989's Nintendo infomercial, The Wizard. I am the Thunderous Wizard, and along with me for tonight, for this adventure... To California, is the leader
2: of the gang who assaulted Fred Savage, Chumzilla. And here's a fun fact. One of the bullies in this movie is a registered sex offender. Wow. Anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not great, Lucas. I'm pretty sure both of you are playing it fast
1: and loose with the word infomercial and fun. Fact, but all right,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah it's, not, it's, not Lucas. Those. it's not Lucas for the record, he's off the hook, I think.
0: Uh Lucas, uh, Lucas is a registered sex offender in the state of New York, or is it New Jersey? It's one of the two.
2: Oh, no, yeah. Fred said. So you're telling me there are at
1: least two registered sex offenders?
2: <laughs> well, this got dirty. Wow, wow.
3: oh boy, cool, Ooh, cool, cool. Okay, We're still so, in the intro, guys. This, this yeah. is rough.
0: So, anyways, uh, we've also got uh, who you just heard? The man who's the only man who's ever scored fifty thousand points in Double Dragon, Bling Blake. Just
3: sit down and have fun, damn it!
0: Yeah, and right? we've got the we've got the coked out announcer from Video Armageddon, Captain Cash. I'm gonna need the four bucks in your shorts. <laughs> Video
1: Armageddon for reasons, probably not coke related.
0: How about the bald pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean showing up and just doing a racist Japanese accent to say "Ninja Gaiden"? Ninja Gaiden.
2: Not, great. No, not great. Uh, good? Didn't, that... didn't, 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 uh, didn't age super great. Bad? Age super great. Is, I, I, I was like, holy shit! Any of this movie age well?
0: No, none of it. None of it at all. But.
2: Points of order. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, okay. it's,
0: nice. it's a nice stroll down memory lane. I played Super Mario Brothers in Ninja Gaiden.
1: Until so. you get
2: smacked in the face with the reality of its awfulness. Yeah. Whatever.
0: Anyway, points of order. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hops and BL Flops. And you can find Wobam Entertainment on Twitter and Instagram at W O B A M E N T. The Wizard is available to rent for $3.99 on most platforms. I own the DVD. Uh, also, Shout Factory did a pretty sick. Blu-ray re-release of it, uh, and if you really love this movie, which I know it does have a bit of a cult following, which we'll talk about, that would be the version to buy. Uh, I just thought of something. I think Fred Savage uh, is also kind of been in trouble. Yeah, he's a creep.
1: Oh yeah, allegedly. So, alleged. Yeah. So two allegedly three sex offenders in this well, film. Fred Savage just
2: started to think
3: a hostile work environment. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think he's just a little... Came on a little strong, maybe. I just... Like, yeah. I'm not saying this
1: movie creates sexual predators. I'm saying being in this movie makes you a sexual predator.
3: I think being in Hollywood in 1989
1: just gives you yeah. a lot of
3: baggage that puts you on that that direction. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: I
1: mean,
3: Christian yeah. Slater's yeah. still cool, right? Hey, God, I Bo hope Bridges, so. He's a
0: treasure.
2: Bo, uh-huh. Bo, Bo Bridges.
3: Yeah,
0: I wish Bo was...
1: The He's like America's of, uh, dad.
3: He's a good guy.
0: The chief of police from uh, Last Action Hero has an appearance in this. Is a trucker
3: named Spanky. Right.
2: Well, again, oh, oh, I feel uh, like we're, there's some
3: other tropes you got to worry
2: about in this movie. We'll talk yeah. about Spanky later. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he was in. Uh, he was in uh, Batteries Not Included as well, right? Yeah.
0: So. Let's talk beer, because you do need beer for this movie, even though it's only about Oh my half God, long. you do.
2: Uh,
0: we're drinking Arcade IPA from Knee Deep Brewing Company. It's a West Coast style IPA featuring robust hoppy flavors from Amarillo. It is said that this bright, fruity, and crisp IPA is best enjoyed while playing your favorite video game. Uh, even better, it carries a Captain Cash approved 7% ABV. I enjoyed Ding. this beer, but I didn't love it. Um, mm. It's got a little bit of a a harsh flavor i'd give it two bad movies but the can right. is sweet and it is called arcade ipa oddly enough they actually never play a real arcade game in this even when they're at arcades they're just playing nintendo games right which is i mean double dragon right that's an arcade game but they're not playing the arcade version of double dragon they're no, very much playing the nes the version console. of
2: console yeah yeah but which... it was
3: still they were playing so they were playing the NES version of the game on the on the movie console?
2: And I just want to point this out now. <clears throat> the movie takes entirely too long to get to the video games.
0: Well, it's just, I, I, I'm i going to have a question about it's that. It's 89
2: up. minutes long and yeah. there's like a solid 25 minutes of it where you're like, does this movie have a point?
0: There's a whole yeah. subplot with somebody who I'm 90 percent positive as a child murderer but we'll get there
2: so, all the adults in this movie are suspects
0: yeah Fact. so the wizard was directed by todd holland he's done a ton of tv work such as friends the larry sanders show malcolm in the middle tales from the crypt and twin peaks he's still working prominently today he also directed the horribly racist Krippendorf's tribe
2: oh my god that's the that's the uh, the, the, the Richard uh, Dreyfus one. Yeah, yeah. They, Jenna Elfman. Where they're all in Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah he's bad. an he's
3: an a quote unquote anthropologist. anthropologist.
2: Yeah, yeah. No.
1: yes. This mm-hmm. guy is just batting a million.
0: Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, the Wizard stars Stick to TV. Jesus. Fred Jesus. the the Creeper Savage as Corey Woods. Luke Little Big League Edwards as Jimmy Woods. Jenny, big girls don't cry. They get even Lewis as Haley Bo sidekicks bridges as Sam woods and Christian. He's so cool. Slater as Nick woods. There's other people in this film, but they're the people that matter. It was released in December of 1989 and it grossed just 14.3 million on a budget of 6 million. And it sits at 27% on Rotten Tomatoes with 22 reviews and has a meta score of 23. As I mentioned before, this does seem to have a cult following. They they screen it at festivals, on occasion. I, I believe it was at a uh, at a film festival in Austin. Uh, so yeah, I don't know why. Because even if you love Nintendo, which I very much do, this isn't even a good Nintendo movie. So I, I don't know. But with that in mind, how would you describe this film in one sentence? We'll start with Bling Blake.
3: All right, mine's a little long this week. The Wizard. As this. the bishop said to the actress. <laughs> the right. Wizard. This seasonal cinematic cocktail is equal parts Thelma and Louise, Rain Man, and a really weird episode of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Topped with Fago and garnished with a slice of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Enjoy with more beers.
2: Okay. Uh Chumzilla. The Wizard falls victim to several 80s Hollywood tropes. It has neuroatypical behavior and a messy custody dispute played for laughs in a movie that functions as a feature-length toy commercial.
0: Okay,
1: and Captain Cash. What if a group of people decided to make Rain Man for kids with all the talent it implies that they would have to make that movie? Yeah. This movie.
0: Like, mm-hmm. as I was thinking about it earlier, I, I just kept saying like rain boy, but mm-hmm. I would, I would call it this. The wizard is the power glove of movies. I.e., it doesn't work.
2: And it's so moment. bad.
0: <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, so let's get into the plot. Jimmy, after suffering a great tragedy, has gone mute. His parents, mom and new asshole dad, have him in a home. He frequently escapes, but no one knows why. Why is that? Well, A, they're idiots, and B, their security sucks. His former stepbrother Corey wants to help Jimmy. Not really, though. He's sort of a self-serving dick. Anyway, he helps Jimmy break out and they go on a road trip. There isn't a plan. They frequently hitchhike and more than likely would have been murdered within days. But I digress. Corey it's discovers that so fast. Yeah. <laughs> Corey discovers that Jimmy is a video game wizard and then exploits his talents for his own financial gain. He also makes friends with a girl, Haley, who also wants to exploit Jimmy. They find out that there's a big gaming tournament in LA and they need to get Jimmy there. So they can spend the perfect place to exploit
3: Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, are we going to, are we stopping to talk about some of these scenes uh, in in the plot here? Because like, like you said, they get murdered when they got their money stolen by those truckers. That's three homicides right there immediately. And then they're in the diner with no plan. And they just meet this girl at a bus station. Who's like, yeah, I was reading in this Highlights for Kids magazine that's in this Denny's that there's going to be a giant Nintendo tournament in L.A. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of this before.
0: Where are you from, Reno?
3: There
1: was there <laughs> were <laughs> a troubling amount of precocious youths just around. Milling Where about? are like all of
0: your
2: parents? Well, a shit, you
1: remember in the 80s, they had the commercials that were it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? At least four people sure fucking
0: don't. Yeah, at a truck stop, uh, gambling with adults who seemingly are on a work break. Yeah, you know way your kid brother can beat me at video games. It's
2: like, dude, you're yeah, 70. Buddy. You're no. hustling an over-the-road businessman? Like, right. What is happening? Yeah, Fred Savage's character is like, hey, these are businessmen. Let's get them. I'm like, wait a minute. You have random sales guys just playing nintendo games at a diner that seems like a very specific scenario you know I, the whole movie's plot hinges on but whatever i i screwed up in my in my one sentence
3: really it's it's equal parts rain man and the color of money um yeah. i mean that, that they're 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 teaching this little kid how to hustle at least rayman was playing in casinos he was just card counting that's fine that's the wrong it's line. uh they're it's round of
2: we don't. get. We don't get a blackjack scene in this movie, but we get a crap scene.
0: Yes, we do. They're. They're also. uh are we're, we're also leveraging
2: somebody which, who which... is of suspect. Hold properties. on! Hold on! That might be the most insane scene in the entire movie because the whole premise hinges on the audience, presumably children, understanding craps. <laughs> what? Well, I'm I'm a 40 year old man. That scene was just like straight over my head. But I'm like, I guess she knows what she's doing. I guess I, from I, Reno.
0: I, I guess the studio's entire thought process about this film was, oh, Fred Savage. Kids love Fred Savage. Kids also love Nintendo. Just load and this crabs! up with product kids placement, love crabs. And, and kids will come see it.
3: And we love money, money, money. money yeah. Money, money,
0: money. <laughs> and also. By the way, the, the whole plot, which we're going to get to by the end, um, what, they didn't want that in the movie. Jimmy was just supposed to be mute and on the spectrum, wasn't supposed to have any motivations whatsoever for what he was doing. He was just going there because. what The, the dead sister thing he wrote the night before they shot the scene.
3: I would have been much happier with that. I would have been much happier with Boy than the awful trauma that I, as an empath, was like, Oh my God! I can't imagine how horrific well, that would have been for it was like a, like a six year old or something at the yeah, time.
0: Like, like, why do his parents don't understand why he's upset? It's because he watched his well, kid's sister die and he couldn't save her. She was just drowning in front of him.
2: And then, and then the movie itself just to harp on this point a bit more. When you get the scene of of uh, Fred Savage and Jenny Lewis like leaving you know, the the brother character, it's like, it's like a mini divorce. He has to suffer another separation of his, of his parental units. And that's when he finally verbalizes, I don't want to quit. So you have to like literally watch him suffer the divorce of his parents. And he speaks up. I'm like, this movie is way too heavy. There's way too many like custody battle, divorce, whatever, like, emotional beats in a movie about video games i'm just and saying
1: it was the 80s brutal. they had the kids had to learn somehow
2: i mean it's good I for guess. them to have
1: representation with all them divorces that were happening yeah
2: and, I, yeah yeah it just very popular time for divorces.
0: not yeah. to mention as all this is happening jimmy's parents hire a man who appears to be a child murderer to track their son down
2: no,
3: he had a bolo tie. He's clearly legit.
2: If you want a bolo
3: tie in Utah. He you're throws definitely this poor kid in the handsome. back of a car,
2: like yeah. goes screaming out of there. Like, yeah. so here, here's where this movie misses out significantly. Like 15 years later, that's Dog the Bounty Hunter, and it's fucking hilarious. That's it. But but yeah. that's not where we. You know were this it, movie needed
0: so. a racist bounty hunter.
2: I, if, if the movie it, it, it itself is
1: racist, I feel like then he also by the transit if all the movie is racist and he's in the movie, he's a racist bounty hunter as is. I think you're safe.
3: Yeah. Good news. Good point.
1: All already there. Why, why not just
0: combine this with his other great film, Krippendorf's Tribe, and make it Krippendorf's bounty hunter?
2: Oh damn.
0: Uh so
2: the wizard dwarfs.
0: Yeah. I don't know. A lot of hijinks ensue, including a couple of like four truckers all teaming up together to save Jimmy from the child murderer. Uh, They get to California. They have to escape the child murderer yet again in universal studios. He wins the tournament playing the newly unveiled super Mario brothers three. Unfortunately, this movie came out after the release of super Mario brothers three. So their intention of it just being a commercial to get kids to like beg their parents to buy the game did not really work, but you know, this movie has its own continuity and timeline. Um, his deadbeat brother and Haley both somehow know, even though this game is brand new, what the fucking flute does. Use the flute. <laughs> you got a warp whistle? I was, I was, I'm like furious watching this movie. And they're like, oh my God, this isn't fair. Nobody's played this.
3: And they're like, wait, he just found the secret flute. <laughs> it's like, fuck off. Were you more upset about everybody knowing about the flute or the fact that, uh, whatever cool kid when he was using the power glove to steer the car like just like turning his hand. Yep.
0: Not a thing that happened. Yep. Like I I was not happy about that. I was not happy that there had been uh... 10 minutes to play Super Mario Brothers 3 and that somehow you couldn't make that 10 minutes remotely entertaining. You just had to zoom in on that poor girl's face and she's sweating
3: profusely as she keeps losing at Mario Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was a dude yelling on cocaine. That was awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: Again, LA, it it was 89. I don't know that that guy was necessarily actually the announcer. I just think every place had one of those guys.
0: Between he he and Ninja Gaidan guy, just just doing eight balls, just bumping rails right before video arm again.
2: (laughs) Sounds like an awesome
3: party if you're asking me. I'm sorry.
2: Did we all catch the off-brand Mickey Mouse too? Yes. I mean, do did you
0: catch Toby Maguire who randomly shows up as yes, of, uh, Maguire, yeah.
2: Lucas's
3: henchman? He is a mullet. Dude, Barstow, California is a weird place. Just yeah. know that.
0: Yeah. So anyways, as I said, uh, the whole reason that Jimmy wants to go to California, which you don't really know uh, because Fred Savage is just putting pins into a map and then suddenly the California thing becomes a thing uh, is for the closure over his dead sister. Yay, they're all a happy family again. How did they not know that he would have residual trauma from that? Is beyond me, but hey,
3: right? Because uh, imagine the guilt that like this. Again, this is all fictitious, so whatever. But like, you know, not only does he get responsible for the death of his his sister, he knows that that death broke apart his family, so he feels responsible for that too. Like this, of course, this kid is mute and. Terrified and has yeah. PTSD.
0: Now, conveniently, Christian Slater, who was being was supposed to be responsible for the twins at the time, his character—he's the reason she drowns. He has no residual trauma, so he doesn't feel that guilty over it. Doesn't seem no, to not me. at all. Nope. D- does not care. Must be because they wrote that at the last minute. <laughs> so, anyways, Ooh. the Wizard, which is a really bad movie, and did not hold up or tickle my nostalgia uh, feelings at all. Uh, I would give it like four pain beers, and it would be six if it was any longer. Because this movie drags ass and is just not entertaining. Chumzilla. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, I'm right there with you, T Dubs. I give this five pain beers, um, which breaks my heart because I have fond memories of this as a kid. I remember this as the Fred Savage Super Mario Brothers Three movie. And there were some like plucky kids stuff that made me root for him, and I was like ah fond memories. No, watching this now as an adult, this movie is terrible, and uh, a little darker than I remember. It's yeah, it's a not, it's not a great, pretty
0: heavy movie. The Fred Savage revelations, which if you haven't read about them, it was like which, last which hurts March it too, yeah. he was fired by the new Wonder Years sitcom for mm-hmm. abusive workplace behaviors basically
2: sex pest. really
0: trying to force himself into sexual relations with young actresses like lording his power you know typical horse shit nonsense um that hurts yeah. the movie because i don't look at the guy the same anymore like because they had a lot of like in that article they they have texts of his and it did look yeah. good and it's like no. oh, you but honestly
2: suck. his performance is not that charming in this either
0: no he's an asshole it's really
2: not it's not a great it's not a great movie for fred savage no. i have fond memories as a child again but they do not hold up
0: oh even in that article it it says when he was 16 and uh the guy who played his brother on the show uh jason hervey they were accused of harassing a makeup artist on the set of the wonder years abusive but that man.
3: was that was also roundly rejected as bs though wasn't it wasn't there like a, i don't know he had like a case worker that was with him 24 7 on the set that was like that there's no way that could have happened i don't know
0: jason hervey seems like he'd be annoying so i'll just go with it might well, be true
3: yeah because <laughs> wayne was annoying
0: yeah uh mm-hmm. so Blink Blake, how many beers
3: uh, you know, I was right there with you guys. Uh, I think I'm in that four to five range, um, but I did I did keep one as an enjoyment beer. Um, so whether it's whether it's three pain and one enjoyment or four pain and one enjoyment, I, I kept one enjoyment in there just because of the nostalgia. Um, I do remember liking this movie as a kid. I, I like I liked Fred Savage, so that part was was fun enough to give me one enjoyment.
0: Okay, Captain Cash.
1: I mean, tough call because same as everybody, I have fond memories of this movie, though those were clearly not born out. But I guess what I would say is if you're drunk enough, maybe it's it's so bad it could be good again. And it's only at 90 minutes. So this feels like four pain. And maybe if you do them all at once before you hit play, you could have a good time. I think that would have helped. Yeah, I mean, if the, I had, had the, a the child trauma that is movie. basically the first twenty minutes is going to be kind of heavy.
0: It yeah, the whole thing like the the broken family, like the dad screaming yeah. at Christian Slater. It's like he's growing that, up in a seemingly now unsafe home.
2: Yeah, the the first thirty minutes of this movie are unnecessarily dark. It it really serves the last. Two thirds of the movie, no purpose.
0: I don't know what it was with the late 80s, early 90s movies featuring Nintendo properties, but like we got a sex club in the Super Mario
2: Brothers movie. <laughs> so, oh, I know. Like they want to like, harp on like the broken family. There's divorce, there's betrayal. Like, like it's just super overwrought considering the rest of the plot for the movie which is just like high scores on video games
0: White Lotus has less familial drama than this
2: movie oh snap Uh, topical
0: yeah so let's take our first break we're going to hear from our brothers in beer and gaming over at uh, Hop Nation USA and when we come back we've got some lingering questions about the wizard hey everyone this is Steve
3: and this is Adam
0: and we're part of the Hop Nation USA podcast
3: Pittsburgh's number three craft beer podcast
0: Join us every Friday for new beer reviews.
3: We'll talk about the news, history, and homebrewing.
0: Plus, we'll sit down with the best brewers and industry personalities that'll have us. So, whether you're a casual drinker, a hazy boy hophead,
3: or even if you're a whale hunting cellar hoarder, just search Hop Nation USA on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher and join the nation.
0: Hello, and welcome back to the 183rd episode of Hops and Box Office Flops. And we are talking 1989's The Wizard. Uh, First question. If you were to enter Video Armageddon, what is the game you think you'd have the best chance to win at?
2: Chumpzilla. Oh, that's easy. Solar Jetman. I don't even know what that is. I think you made that up. Nope. It's the thing.
3: That's the dream you had.
2: Mm. Solar Jetman.
0: Yeah. Okay. Solar Jetman. Uh, Mm. I thought you were going to do the Ninja Gaiden and the Japanese accent, but
2: Oh, that's racist! I'm not going to do that.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: Captain Cash, what do you think? You know, it's funny because ordinarily I'd pick a fighting game, but
2: name a fighting game on the original Nintendo. Oh, no, you, I'm
0: I'm opening the field
1: because yeah, he said anything. Yeah. Just what's what's yeah. my Ninja Gaiden? Yeah, and I and I feel like 20 years ago would have been oh. Marvel versus Capcom two. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: see, that's a solid choice. That's
2: a I solid love that game. That's, that's or, or
1: Soul Calibur 2. Those are my two that I was good at once upon mm-hmm. a time. But now, kids today with the break combos and the switch things, I don't know. Yeah, for I sure. Don't, like, I, I won't get anywhere near a fighting tournament, ever. Blink, Blake, what do you think?
3: Well, I, I kept this to, I mean, I guess OG Nintendo. So for me, I was thinking, I started going towards Contra. And then I decided that it has to be Final Fight. Uh, period, done deal, end of story. I'm gonna be Hagger. I'm gonna eat a ground apple, smashing boxes. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm, oh, don't I'm forget that trash final can final turkey,
1: fight.
3: trash can turkey, right? Yep. All the way, mm-hmm. man. I'm just gonna do that that spin punch thing that he does, all the way. at Fifty thousand dollars. Wait, wait. And then- I think. How's it go? <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: Mayor yeah. Mike Hagger.
3: Yeah. That's That's hardcore, uh, Mayor Mike Hager. That's right. Yeah, toughest mayor,
0: toughest mayor uh, in America. Can we all
3: agree that's clearly just Mike Ditka? See, I always like when Jesse the Body Ventura became became governor in Minnesota. I was like, oh my god, it's this guy.
0: And Hager also just looks like his character from The Running Man, but in like
2: Uh, overalls with
0: only one done. Uh Uh, Sure. um,
2: Okay.
0: So for me, because. Yeah, I did I was a pretty prolific gamer there for a while. And I have actually played in video game tournaments at lower levels. And I I have an arcade and so so does Captain Cash. But like I I love Donkey Kong, the original Donkey Kong, and I'm pretty good at it. But probably Street Fighter Four, because there was a time I was really good at Street Fighter Four, and I was ranked fairly highly, if I do say so myself whoa
1: whoa oh. whoa Saves and ladies for the rest of us yeah. buddy
0: so yeah don't
3: get don't get too ranked, like regionally globally
0: uh i mean was- like through their online network and their ranked battles i was in like the top 10th percent uh for a time
2: but and you were clearly a ken May.
0: no 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 colonel william f guile is my guy. oh guile guile that is my guy i'm a countermaster. So what's wrong with
1: Ken? Uh, I like Ken. He's like a less stick up his butt Ryu.
3: I was He's Ryu, definitely. Got-
0: I think I think Ryu is the is the is the better character of the two. He's the most friendly Ch-
2: all the way, guys. I just Rain, I, range attacks, I think the man. answer is Blanca.
0: Okay. Hmm. be. I mean, that's I remember distinctly as a as a kid playing at my Pizza Hut. That was the character that attracted me to the game. Was Blanca was so different and unique. I was like, what is that? And he was easy to
3: play with, so you could do the electricity. Yeah, he was a
2: button masher's friend. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Zap Zap button. Do the zaps. Mm-hmm. All right. So which is why I like Final Fight. I'm a button masher.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, know. I
0: love beat-em-up, side growing beat-em-up games. I love them. Fantastic. Uh number two. So Toby McGuire, as we said, appears briefly as one of Lucas's henchmen. Can you think of another super-duper acting star who just randomly appears in a movie before their career took off. And a better one. Like, for example, what's his name in Ninja Turtles?
2: Sam Rockwell. Sam
0: Rockwell is in Ninja Turtles, right?
2: Yeah,
1: that's a good one.
0: That's that's like, that's like one I would think of. Um, and yeah. Not even like, you don't have a prominent role, you're just kind of there. I mean, you get Samuel L. Jackson in uh, Coming to America, for example. That's not like a real... It's not a meaty role. He just kind of appears like, oh shit, Samuel L. Jackson. Can't just think of
1: one. I'm pretty sure Anthony Mackey is in Eight Mile. I
0: think yes. that's true. Yes.
1: I think that modern. Or, or I mean, what was the the bootleggers in California? The the California Untouchables we watched. That whole movie is those people.
2: Well, I would say two Jack Black and Mars Attacks.
1: Also, a good one. He gets, that was last he, week.
2: He has, he, has, he has a decent role in that, but like it's, yeah, it's like not really using his talents. But there's Jack Black in your movie. Like, becomes uh, comes the thing. Oh, oh, I actually, you know what? <clears throat> Check that. I'll still use Jack Black. Him and Kyle Glass appear as Tenacious D in Biodome.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Michael Imperioli is Spider in Goodfellas.
2: It's yeah, like oh he's yeah. gonna,
0: he's going to go on to be super famous.
3: I have uh I have taken the liberty of preparing a list for you guys and oh, and oh, I good, and good. and I and I would like you to rank them based on the 10 that I'm going to provide for you. So take notes along the way. You guys ready for these?
2: Oh yeah.
3: All right. Starting off, we're going to start off hot. Scarlett Johansson as the older sister in Home Alone 3.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good
3: one. Yeah. Welcome back to the pod. Uh, We have Ben Affleck as the basketball player in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Yes. We have Kevin Hart as a boom mic operator in Along Came Polly.
1: That feels pretty strong.
3: Uh, Well, wait till you hear this one. Boom mic operator. Go on. This one is very much on... Is that that, uh, that an
2: on-screen boom Boom mic operator? Is that just like...
3: He's on yes. the crew. No, okay. no, no. He he was actually kidding. Yeah, yeah. He was sorry. He's, sorry. He was deep on the IMDb list for that one. Uh, here you go. Uh, on 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 par for the pod tonight. Uh, we have Elijah Wood as the video game boy in Back to the Future Two. Oh, I did you got to use hands. It's a baby toy. Uh huh. Nailed it. Uh, we've got uh, Hugh Laurie in Spice World. Now, now he was <laughs> he was already a big actor in England at the time, but but we didn't know who he was. So looking back, Hugh Laurie in Spice World was great. Wow, uh, Larry Fishburne is in Apocalypse Now. He was 14 yeah. years old. Yes, he's he lied was.
2: About his age. Also, he's um, the
0: janitor in Nightmare on Elm Street three.
2: Ooh. Yes, he is.
0: The orderly Go- is the janitor.
2: As as Larry. I as think Larry, that's yeah. the I think that's the last. I think Nightmare on Elm Street was the last time he was billed as Larry Fishburne.
0: I mean somebody gave him sound advice because Lawrence sounds better. So much better. better.
2: Yeah. So much better.
3: This was not really a cameo. Johnny Galecki and uh Christmas Vacation. Right. That's an easy one. I just threw that in because of the, you know, I I watched the. Show the other day, Big Bang Theory. The other night with my wife,
2: and, and John Candy is in vacation. A lot of people forget that he's one of the cops at the end.
3: Well, he's the well, he's the security guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: N- n- not not that he not that he wasn't already famous, but like John Candy shows up in that movie at the end.
3: Sorry, folks, park's closed. Moose yeah. out front should have told you. Hey,
2: and, 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 and isn't one of those cops or the uh, the 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 big uh, former football player guy, the crafts player guy? He's in vacation too. From the wizard. Spanky. Yeah, spanky. Spanky's in Vacation. Yeah. Maybe spanky. I think so. I think so. I think so.
0: The Hugh oh, Laurie yeah. one is just hilarious. But I'm giving it to Elijah Wood. That's money.
3: Uh you also have Octavia Spencer in Spider-Man. Oh yeah. That's, that is As the true. announcer. Yeah. yeah. and and, to... and Spider-Man has Joe Mangan in the yellow. There's no, no vision here,
0: small fry.
3: Yes. So mm-hmm. I was saying, there's
2: there's a lot of good ones out there. Like,
1: I I wouldn't want to have to choose between him and some other cameos, neither.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, and I had to point out the a-hole dad in this movie is also the co-worker from Christmas Vacation.
3: Yes, he is. Yep.
2: Uh, Brian McMurray, I think's his name. Yeah. That's
3: why. I, that's why I was recognizing him so readily when we were watching this. Yeah, because
2: I, I just watched, watched like, Vacation re- this week. Re- yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, that guy.
3: All right, well that's my list. You got we don't have to really rank.
2: Like you get Those like you ones get
0: ones David Spade in Police Academy 3 along with Tony Hawk and a bunch of other people.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think you can go. I mean this this could be a long segment.
2: That's a great uh, list though.
0: Yeah. But it's fun. But I I, I give it to Elijah Wood cuz that's the best movie.
2: Agreed. Seems Octavia, like a good number
0: 1. Octavia Spencer being in Spider-Man also pretty clutch. And that brings it full circle to Toby.
3: Which is kind of why I like that. One. Right, because you got you got Toby there, and then of course Elijah Wood, uh, being the video game kid. Those those are the two strongest.
0: Yeah. Oddly enough, you know, there's that little like ginger guy that's in Spider Man. He's like a little heavier. He's got the glasses, and that dude is always just in the background of movies.
3: And if you if you go to the fight
0: scene with Flash Thompson, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. And you're like, holy shit! I know who you're talking about already.
3: Randomly see him, all the time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) what
3: did you and background guy yeah he
0: essentially was what toby mcguire was in this movie it's just like just fill space
3: yeah except like he's a very uh distinct look right like he's he's a little bit heavier like you said yep shock red hair glasses always has like the tucked in polo shirt into a pair of khakis and a jacket and a backpack like it's always Always. the exact same wardrobe like he probably brings it from home they're like just do what you always do never had a different
0: haircut (laughs) I mean, <laughs> why get a different haircut when you've got the perfect haircut, I guess, but That's it. <laughs> right? Uh, all right, last question. eSports is now big business. So in a way, this movie was sort of prophetic. Are there any games you'd actually watch other people play competitively? I know like Twitch is big. I don't watch Twitch, but I'd have streamed video game tournaments. So if I go first, like for example, to Captain Cash's point, I love fighting games. I would watch people play Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or injustice or any of the stuff from evo that i'm familiar with not stuff i don't play because they're just so damn good at it and i've watched a few halo tournaments as well it
1: would need to be competitive that's the only thing because like yeah. i've watched walkthroughs of video games because sometimes the story is just very good
0: yeah that's a big thing now too is like hey just watch this and then you don't have to put in the effort to play it yeah yeah that's i mean people make a lot of money doing
3: that that's an insane thing that's like just like publishing the last page of mystery novels as a website like it's such
0: a well, it's like well it's like buying whoa whoa, your whoa, whoa 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 here let's
2: not steal my making ideas.
3: all
0: the best Come choices and...
3: <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i didn't mean to put out your ip into the world i'm sorry my bad all
2: right i, I,
0: I, so, I, I'm I, I imagine it. you've watched a few madden games in your day remember espn had that terrible show
2: oh i tried to watch that it was uh It was it was incredibly not satisfying. I here's the thing: I cannot get into video game uh, viewing stuff. Like I've had small children, I have seen streamers, and I've played uh, Fortnite and uh, and Madden, and it's just I I cannot get into watching other people play video games. Um, You know, but though if somebody's out there playing Dune Two on the Sega. Uh, genesis i could probably watch that because that game was amazing i guarantee that, i have that on my arcade yeah uh it's amazing it's it is the godfather of uh all real-time strategy games modern allegedly but regardless outside of that i think i'm out dog i it just it does not okay. captivate me sorry
0: i feel like captain cash has watched at least Three or four YouTubers beat Blues Brothers 2000, the, the video game. Oh no! <laughs> it was, it was oh, so frustrating. No. That's a
1: Tell you, uh, if I was gonna watch anything, I don't know that I'd watch. If I had to watch a nerdy game played, I, I never really got much into the critical role stuff. Like I'm just familiar with it by osmosis, but I'd watch some people play D and D if they were particularly clever or funny. It's basically just yeah. nerdy improv.
2: Sure. Uh, and that's, but that, that's not, now hold on. That's not technically a video game. That's, that's, uh, the tabletop. question was that's game. Oh, touche.
0: So. I'm telling you, like, uh, I do like watching people play, like, chess movies are riveting to me. Huh. I, I don't know how they screwed up the end scene in this movie so bad that there was just an absolute dearth of like tension or drama or like having any interest in how Uh, this is going to play out, but Holy shit. Searching for Bobby Fisher uh, pawn sacrifice where Tobey Maguire actually plays Bobby Fisher. I'm like at the edge of my seat. Queen's gambit. Sign me up. Wow. So boring. (laughs) So blink Blake, any video games you'd watch.
3: It's another tough one for me. Like I, I try, I, I think I I think maybe like Madden or FIFA. I think I think the sports games would do me the best. But listen to you guys talk. Like I I don't know. Maybe something where people do more more creative things. Maybe the fighting tournament would be more fun. But I I don't know. Usually like you know when we were in college and my, we were all playing video games and my friends would it would be their turn. It wasn't my turn. I would just leave the room and go do something else until yeah. it was my turn.
0: I think the reason I like watching fighting games is because it doesn't ruin the experience of the game for you. Where if you're watching somebody twitch stream their way through like Batman Arkham Knight, it's like, oh well, you gotta just watch the whole game. Why would I play this now? Or the fighting game is just new round. It's just, like it's not spoiling the thing. It, the, the
1: point is not the story. The point is the punchy and the kicks and the yeah, throwing so, fireballs.
3: Yeah, I'd yeah, much rather play yeah. the story over over watching it but uh you know maybe twitch is more fun i've never done anything with it never never been on there or, or watched anybody but like to your point captain cash like if somebody's really witty and like has funny commentary and things to say while they're playing a game i mean i listened to you guys in the car for years before you let me come on the show more regularly so i mean it's how is that any different Don't watch the bad movies. Yeah,
1: We'll do that for you.
0: Well, I mean, it's like the angry video game nerd, which is sort of like the video game version of this show. He played terrible video games, and I thought it was hilarious because it's like, oh, man, I remember that game.
3: That was awful. It sucks. They just did it again.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's take our second break. We're going to hear from our Wobam Entertainment uh, brothers. From another mother over at the Double Turn podcast. And when we come back, we've got the I Love the Power Glove trivia challenge. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Boss Ross. And I'm the J-Man, and we're the Double Turn Podcast. Every Friday, we bring you the best in pro wrestling talk. Whether it's previews and reviews on pay-per-view events, discussing the hottest topics in pro wrestling, or bringing you a look back to some of the best matches and moments in history.
1: We have it all for you. So check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts,
0: Google Podcasts, and the Anchor app. And you can also give us a follow on Instagram at the Double Turn Podcast. And we will catch you on the flip side. Hello, and welcome back to the 183rd episode of Hobson Box Office Flops. We are talking 1989's The Wizard, and we are on to the I Love the Power Glove Trivia Challenge. Gentlemen, tonight we've got the standard five-question multiple-choice format quiz, and you will be playing for a vintage Nintendo Power Glove.
3: Yes, it still does not work, but hey. Can, Does it smell you know, as bad as my original one?
2: Did yeah. it ever work? That's can, the real question.
0: You can use it to take hot items out of your oven. <laughs> That's about all it's good for. Um, the chime-ins are, I got past the river devil. Yeah. And before we started the pod, I was <laughs> lamenting to Blake how this movie is clearly endorsed by Nintendo, yet they do everything in their power to like remove certain references to Nintendo. like they erase Nintendo Power from they were erase the word Nintendo from the Nintendo Power magazine right when Bo Bridges is playing Legend of Zelda 2 he's just making shit up that's not in the game
1: now 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 Thunderous (laughs) Wizard if you put your name in the commercial it seems gauche like it's not a movie we just put all our (laughs) stuff in there we just don't say our name out loud and it'll be fine
0: Hostess didn't give a shit that's for sure (laughs)
3: no hostess was not. how do you just ride across most of utah in the back of a ding dong truck and then the driver just got out but did he where make, did he go did like, he make
0: no they were stop? in the middle
3: of nowhere like was he, he not concerned
0: <laughs> when his inventory was dramatically less than he, what he had when he started
2: who oh, must
3: have got in here
2: i can just tell no. you that marjorie taylor green submitted this movie to congress as evidence of child uh sex trafficking She's like, see, look, this is how it's done. It's ping pong pizza, the back of hostess trucks. <laughs> yep. Right. Nobody just... cared about these kids. Who who was caring about who was, who was worried about the children? I, but I'm
3: seriously concerned about that that delivery truck driver. He got out, walked off into the desert, and never returned. Didn't realize just... those two kids were just standing there looking at a map outside of his truck. Turns
0: out, yeah, he just walked out in the middle of the desert and uh, got bit by a rattlesnake and died.
3: I guess. (laughs) I know it's not that kind of movie, but but (laughs) where did he go?
0: That's a very good question. Uh, You can also chime in with It's So Bad or any one of the pod stalwarts. So good luck, gentlemen. Here's number one. Jenny Lewis, who played Haley, is also the front woman for this band. Is it a arch enemy? Is it B Riley? Rilo Kylie. Is C the Distillers or is it D Garbage?
2: It's so bad. Chumzilla That's B.
0: I figured you'd know that. It is Rilo it Kylie. She uh,
2: also sang backup vocals for the Postal Service on their debut album.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Huh.
0: And she she mm-hmm. is in a couple other movies, such as Big Girls Don't Cry, They Get Even, which I like much better than uh, The Wizard. Uh, number two, it is one nothing. Champsilla, so, the fictional video Armageddon crossed over into real life when Nintendo officially launched its World Championships in this year. Is it A nineteen ninety? Is it B nineteen ninety one? Is it C nineteen ninety two, or is it D nineteen
3: ninety three? It's so bad.
0: Uh, Blake, Blake.
3: I'm going to go with nineteen ninety two. Incorrect.
0: Damn.
3: Bars and charts.
0: Captain Cash. Ninety
3: three. Incorrect.
0: Damn.
1: Really? My. Maybe 90 then. Wow.
2: So I've, I've got a 50 50 here. The thunderous wizard. What are my remaining answers?
0: 90 or 91.
2: <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, I'm going to go with uh, it's so bad. Okay, ninety-one.
0: Incorrect. It's 1990, the year after this movie came uh,
1: out. It was popular Uh-oh. enough. I yep. psyched
2: you out so hard.
0: Now, uh, yeah,
2: damn.
0: The this is number three, which is building upon that last one. What did the winners of the 1990 Nintendo World Championships receive? Oh, was it a like in the movie fifty thousand dollars? Was it b mm. the gold cartridge that was custom for the tournament, which is the most valuable? NES cartridge out there? They only mm-hmm. made so many of them? Yes. Is it C, a golden Mario statue? Or is it D, a golden controller and NES system? Farts and toes. That's so bad. Ka- uh, Captain Cash got there first. D. Incorrect. Oh. Okay.
3: Oh, Chumpzilla obviously was going to pick D as well, huh?
2: Yes, I was. Oh, I
1: really... That, that seemed like something that like I saw yep.
0: somewhere once in my
2: brain. Damn. Well, i gonna uh, shoot
0: uh bling bling oh. i want to go with the golden cartridge it is not the golden cartridge
3: damn i'm just giving chumpy this so and
2: i knew that wasn't it because that thing is still like
3: the Very most valuable yeah.
2: yeah uh because no one has one okay so what are my remaining answers t-dubs
0: it's a fifty thousand dollars or c the golden mario statue
2: God, Nintendo seems cheesy. So I'm going to screw this up. I'm going to go. It's so bad. The Golden Mario statue. That
0: is correct. It was a Golden Mario statue. Yes. No, they were too cheap at the time. You don't like know, like
2: solid
3: gold or plated? Uh, I don't it's know. Plated. Yeah. You know. It's plated. You know,
0: it's I mean, uh, I think like, where like... <laughs> gold. Nintendo <laughs> like is kids, soccer trophies. Uh, notoriously cheap. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, ruthless especially in the 80s with their their handling of game manufacturers and
3: well they wouldn't even pay to have their logo in the movie that's about their game which which is about their game
0: and they also wouldn't let jeff bridges actually play legend of zelda (laughs) 2
3: they did he just couldn't get past the first guy yeah
0: so it is two nothing chumpzilla we've got two to go number four each producer of the film was given this gift-minded by Nintendo during production of the movie? Was it A, a custom copy of Super Mario Brothers 3? Was it B, a Game Boy, which was brand new at the time? C, the yet-to-be-released Super NES? Or D, the top-loading NES model, which was yet to hit the market? Farts and Tarts. Captain Cash. Game Boy. It is a Game Boy. Ah, nice. Uh, which one of the producers gave to Christian Slater. Because he's like, I have no use for this. <laughs> you can have. You, boy, it. take yeah. this. <laughs> All right. So uh, you've still got a chance here. Captain Cash it is two to one in favor of Chumpzilla. Number five, The Wizard features a cameo from this legendary machine that is featured in a movie we covered on the pod. Is it A, mm-hmm. Lincoln Hawk's big rig? Is it B, the 18 wheeler that ran the guy over in Maximum Overdrive? Is it C, the insane murder truck from Tango and Cash, Sands, the bells, and whistles? Or is it D, one of the Red Dragon beer trucks from Showdown in Little Tokyo?
2: Farts and tarts. Chomzilla. It's A.
0: It is Lincoln Hawk's big rig. Spanky actually drives it. Hawk hauling is still written on the door.
2: If you look on the side, it still says Hawk on the side. Yes, it it really? Oh, man.
0: Hawk hauling. Yes, When he opens it when they're about to. uh, When he drops
3: them off in L.A.?
0: When they do a tap down yeah. child murderer's face in the middle of the highway. <laughs> Hawk oh, yeah, that's
3: when you. Yeah, because he
2: opened it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, well, that's too that? funny, man. That's yeah. small oh, world. Small one of my world.
0: favorite movies we've ever done. A, a super guilty pleasure of mine. Over the top.
2: Also, a road Terry trip. Terry Funk. Movie. Terry Funk. Yeah.
0: All right. So, uh, Chubbsail, enjoy your power glove. Enjoy baking with it. Yes. Uh, none of the buttons what? will work, so don't try
2: those. So, but. like, if I like <clears throat> pleasure myself with the power glove—is that a? That's
3: so bad. Is that so yeah, bad? That's no. that's not yeah. not in the way that not the way that Lucas says it. That is so it's so bad. bad. That's okay. that's so bad.
2: bad. Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah, you're, you're never gonna you wash that out. That'll get you on a list. It's kind of dirt. Don't wash off. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. All okay. Right. okay. Well, moving on.
0: Yeah, we're on to recommendations. Uh, Chubzilla, my recommendation uh, to you is just put it in a glass case, the Power Glove. Fight the temptation uh, of whatever you were proposing there. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> Captain Cash, what do you recommend for us this week?
1: So in the interest of video games, I, and this is the coldest possible take, I finally picked up that Sony Spider-Man game because it came out on PC. Hey, oh, holy shit it's incredible you guys heard of this spider-man game spider-man this, this this spider-man i think his name is james spider-man he's of the long island spider-man's what are you talking about the miles morales one no well i haven't played that one yet it's, i gotta play through the first, the
2: first same one same thing oh,
1: yeah yeah
3: that old
2: that's yeah. fantastic oh
1: finally got there wow. big fan of it though and it is a video game so it seems thematic
2: so, hey, list, listeners, can somebody get Captain Cash at PlayStation 5?
3: I really don't I, need one.
2: I mean, he, he could need one.
3: I'd love one if we're giving out PlayStation 5s. Put me on that <laughs> list. Can, All right. Can we got this with the 2B money we're getting.
2: Yeah. Hey, Tubi, we need yeah. two PlayStation Five. Tubi. one for Captain Cash, one for Bling Blake. Let's get it happen. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Get Tubi. that working. But so so Spider Man game. Now I've heard great things. Captain Cash. Lots of costumes. Lots of references to like comic stuff. Is it as good as advertised? Is that what you're saying? The,
1: there are even references to the Hostess wheat cakes. There's Aunt May's wheat cakes, and Hostess makes it the whatever the pies that spider-man used to sell it's oh brilliant. yes oh yeah okay.
2: oh yeah. yes the, i used to eat those the, the yeah the hostess uh, like putting pies or whatever maybe yeah. that's uh,
0: where the delivery driver went to new york city
2: mm-hmm. that's it yeah all right well uh, check that out i guess
0: yeah. chumzilla what do you recommend
2: uh my recommendation this week is a movie uh on netflix called bad words it is a 2013 film that's uh it basically went straight to streaming. I think I had like a really limited theatrical release. Uh, but it's uh also Jason Bateman's directorial debut.
3: Yeah, Bateman, that movie's great. I love that movie.
2: Yeah, and it's a black comedy and it's like somewhat predictable in its twist, but Hey, it's it's for free on Netflix right now. It's only eighty nine minutes long, and it's worth your time if you want like a or kind of a raunchy, weird black comedy. Uh, so check it out, Bad Words on Netflix. It's a movie I had never heard of. I just stumbled across, and it's pretty funny. Yeah, and, and Jason Bateman's great for for the most part, and and uh, uh, Catherine Hans in it too. Yes,
0: yeah, it's like about a spelling bee, right?
2: Yeah, it's the yeah. They were like they wanted to do like a movie about the script spelling bee, but like they couldn't get the rights, so it's like a generic spelling. Bee, oh, you don't say! They didn't whatever. want to be
0: associated with a rated R uh, black comedy.
2: Yeah, Bateman goes full Bateman.
3: Yeah, drops a lot of f bombs. It's fantastic.
2: Yeah, but it's it's yeah you know, it, yeah. If if you're bored, check it out.
0: Okay, uh Blink Blake, what do you got for us?
3: You know, I was I was looking to like do like a Fred Savage, uh, recommendation. And then I, I, I backed away from that just because, uh, so I decided to go keep us in, in the Christian Slater, uh, vein. And I think we actually brought this up on the pod recently. Um, or maybe it was during, uh, the true romance one. And I just listened to it and thought that I was on it, but, um, cuffs, if you guys haven't watched ah. cuffs, <laughs> cuffs rule, it's, it's such a fun movie. Uh, you know, it's another like kind of like action comedy. It is a little dark in times. Um, it's a it's you know, but it's cuffs is a lot of fun. I like cuffs. I don't I think it might have done just a little too well to ever be on the pod, but, but
2: what, where can we find it though? Uh
3: that's a great question. Uh where did I watch it? I probably just bought it again. Uh, <laughs> Being on this pod will do that to you. Nothing yeah, wrong
2: with right? that. Yeah, not judging. Not
3: judging. It looks like you can you can rent it everywhere. I don't think you can watch it for anywhere right now. Okay. Um but yeah, cuffs is a great one. Uh, but if you have Disney Plus, you can watch this next recommendation for free. And that's the new Willow series. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you I've
1: been know, really enjoying
3: it. Uh it's good, you know. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I was just caught uh Harry Potter movies or Christmas movies at my house uh and so we were watching deathly hollows i i think uh warwick davis puts in a better performance as, as grip hook than he does as willow again um <laughs> but the show is fun and i enjoy it again another yeah. callback to things that we love from the 80s so willow's great chicken i've
0: enjoyed willow uh i'm shocked captain cash did not recommend glass onion
3: i really
1: wanted to but i figured you would
0: uh, it's fantastic. My actual it was really good. Yeah, okay, I have two recommendations because I watched a documentary on Netflix the other night called "Hot Girls Wanted." So, speaking of exploitation of young impressionable people,
2: oh, it's boy. a
0: documentary that Rashida Jones, uh, mm-hmm. Karen from The Office, and uh, you know she was in uh, "I Love You, Man," and she's been in a lot of stuff. But it's about amateur. The amateur porn industry and how they prey on young impressionable women mm-hmm. um, and it's I guess like the closest thing to like sec- legal sex trafficking because there's absolutely no regulations around am- the amateur porn industry and the way they use and abuse these poor girls and essentially uh, it's like emotional abuse in, in addition to uh, often physical abuse
2: and coercion and it's, coercion, it's yeah. Um, yeah, but you know. it's
0: only like an hour and twenty minutes, and it's definitely worth your time because it's it's a, an important topic that I think needs to you know have light shit on. I bet you Matt gets a uh, probably was a proprietor of uh, several of these things because he's a piece of shit. Well, <laughs>
2: and and I, and I I think there 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 was at least one or a couple of uh, sites that got in trouble.
0: Yeah, uh, it's like some of the stuff in there is like it's horrifying like essentially like well you know we're not going to need you anymore if you're not willing to do more and more degrading shit yeah it's it's it's, messed up man but on a more fun trip i went and saw avatar way of the water today i was very very excited for avatar too um i think you could have cut 25 to 30 minutes out of it but the mute the movie is exquisite it is so so gorgeous and he does get a little obsessed with how great the visuals are, but I can tell you that nobody does blockbuster cinema like Jim Cameron. It blew everything else out of the water. I've seen this year that was supposed to be temple, big budget cinema. Um, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, would I mind if they ended it after three? No, I think you could easily do that. I think there's a natural way to segue this into the end game and I'd be just fine with that. But after 13 years, I was ecstatic to revisit Pandora and the the water people, the new tribe, um, and what you see with that and how their lives different from, uh, I think they're called the it was It was really good, yeah. If you don't love Avatar, I don't know if you love it as much as I did, but holy shit, did I love it.
3: So worth all $2 billion.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's chugging along. It's going to pass a billion probably this weekend. So it wow. uh, it made $26 million. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday. It had a $26 million Monday. So this whole week, it's probably going to go 20s to high 20s every day leading into its third weekend. Uh, because people are off work this week. And that's why Jim Cameron releases movies around Christmas. And
3: Yeah, they're going to get my money this yeah, week, for sure.
2: Yeah, 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 fuck all the other bullshit aside. That's an excellent release strategy.
0: And I got to tell you, like, you know, next, we're going to kick off 2023 with the flops of 2022. And holy shit, Babylon, which is directed by this guy who's been nominated for Best Picture how many times? Damien Chazelle, three times, four times, made $3.5 million this weekend. It cost eighty don't get the fuck out of Jim Cameron's way don't yeah, that's mess a with bad Jim decision Cameron.
3: why would you do that you know like how, b-
0: yeah you know how badly aquaman 2 would have gotten its ass kicked by avatar 2 if it kept the release date like 6 days yeah, after yeah i mean it's
3: it's not like you didn't know it was coming yeah
0: so uh you know even if you're not like simple story rather simplistic but visually there's just nothing like it it was it was insanely good looking so that's my those are my two recommendations One, sort of depressing but i think in a way like it's good to be informed about stuff like that and two blockbusters at their best so remember you can find the show on Facebook twitter and instagram at hops and beo flops you can find myself on twitter at writer tlk captain cash can be found at c a p t c a s h on most social media chumzilla can be found at chumzilla eight on twitter uh mayor mccheese who is the hostess trucker who died in the desert, can be found at HBO on Twitter, and Blink Blake can be found at Blink Blake on Twitter. And don't forget to check out Wabam Entertainment at wabamentertainment.com. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and connect with us on social media to share ideas for future episodes. Or, hey, share your favorite flop of 2022, and maybe we'll cover that. So in the end, listeners, remember one thing. You can't be living off burgers and pizza. We'll see you next year for the start of those aforementioned flops of 2022 with Black Adam. The movie's so bad, it got The Rock kicked out of the DCU before he could even change the hierarchy of power.
2: Sorry, Rock. I love the hierarchy of power so bad. <laughs>